When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. These are the guys behind the glass. Hey, where's my little music? Even Windex and a paper towel can't handle these hot takes. These are the guys behind the glass. Is this a song you were talking about, Kevin? The official theme song of the tour. Yeah. What's it called again? I'm Alright by Kenny Loggins. I'm Alright by Kenny Loggins. Well, we'll get to that eventually. Obviously, some big news coming out of the golf world. Um, listen, I play uh, I play 18 holes once a week. I don't know about the guys to my left and right. Phil Dimitrovsky, Eric Salas. What's going on, fellas? Say hello. Hey, what's going hello. on? Hello. I like to walk around the, um, the golf course um, in Speedos. Hey, listen, I'm an aficionado. Got my handicap down to an 18. I'm a bogey golfer. It's fine. But uh, then again, I do play two balls. <laughs> hey, now. The guy with two balls. Uh, we'll get to that eventually, obviously. Um, some controversy with the new Saudi-backed LIV Golf Invitational League um, and the PGA Tour. Guys jumping ship left and right. Um, but first off, I want to get to some local stuff here. Uh, let's head to the Diamond. Uh, first off, the Yanks uh, probably played their worst game of the season last night. Losing 8-1 to one in Minnesota to the Twins. Nestor Cortez did not look like himself. Uh, looked like the guy um, who we got, uh, you know, about two and a half years ago. So, uh, you know, hopefully he gets back on the wagon. Um, still the best team in baseball. Best record in baseball. They're at 40-16. and 16, First place in the AL East. Seven games up on the Rays. Uh, you know, I mean, you had the whole thing with Miguel Andujar last week. with um, Which, in, in his case, you know, you got to feel bad for the guy. Comes up every now and then, tears it up. He really never uh, never comes up not hitting. Um, has figured it out to the point in left field where you can put him out there on a pretty regular basis. That's not where he wants to play, though. Yeah, but where does he? Third? He wanted to play third, and then Urshela took that position. But he's not... Listen, I mean, at the end of the day, you're just not... He's just not good enough to play third base. Uh, you know, I mean, maybe, maybe he's still getting work in at third, but I would imagine he's getting a lot more work in there, uh, in the minor leagues at least, at, in left field. I'm not positive on well, that. Well, where he's looking to go, whoever he gets traded, is he trying to go back to third? Is he trying to stay in the outfield? Like, what? Like right. you've played a position way too long enough where if you're going to go back, you're not going to be up to speed to where you were. Yeah, and if I'm him too, you know, demanding a trade is totally within his rights as a Major League Baseball player. I'm not demanding, but requesting. Um, and at this point, I, I totally understand where he's coming from. I, I would probably do the same thing in his case. Uh, you're not getting the playing time. Time after time, you come up and you produce and you do what's asked of you. And you've got guys that in the everyday lineup, I understand, you're paying jo- Joey Gallo uh, a lot of money. You're paying, um, who's the other nitwit? Josh Donaldson. Josh Donaldson. You're paying him a good amount. You're, you're paying him a good buck. Um, and then you've got Aaron Hicks at the top of that lineup who does absolutely nothing at nothing. the plate. He just like, wants to walk. He, he just does nothing. He just stands there and hope, hopes to praise to God that he walks. So, you know, having Miguel Andujar slide into that lineup takes care of one of those guys, uh, one of those holes in your lineup. But the problem is you're paying Joey Gallo a lot of money. 
and you're paying Aaron Hicks a good amount of money, and you're paying Josh Donaldson a, a, a lot of money, and Miguel Andujar, you're not. So, you know, when it comes to chopping off weight and uh, and sending a guy down when you need to, when you got to get back to that 25-man roster, it's, uh, you know, he's the odd man out. But, uh, yeah, listen, he, he can request a trade, but in terms of where he goes, I wouldn't, if I were him, I wouldn't be like, uh, yeah, I'm only going to a place where I can play third base. Well, if you saw, Gary Sanchez was, like, vouching for him. He's yeah. like, he deserves to play anywhere, yeah. not just here on the especially on the Yankees. Especially on the Yankees, but uh, he's right. Gary Sanchez is right, and uh, he's often not right, but when he does speak, but uh, in this case, he is correct. What do they get back for him? What, what do they do? Do they sell high? Because he's played pretty decent up to this point. A year ago, you probably couldn't sell him that high because yeah. he hasn't been playing. I, well, I think you would. You can. You can't really sell him as an everyday major leaguer. Um, I think that's obvious because he doesn't play major league baseball every day. Uh, you could sell him as a very, very high end minor league baseball player. Uh, you could probably get back for Miguel Andujar the same as what you would get back for a top ten prospect. Should he have beat Otani rookie year? Uh, yeah, I do, I do firmly believe that. I would go right into the office and be like, hey, I could have beat him. Yeah. Now get me out of here. Get me out of here. And listen, he's wasting service time. So, you know, I mean, he's wasting his age, his young his young age. He's wasting time that he could be spending building a legacy in, in the major leagues. So I totally understand where he's coming from. I mean, you know, do, do right by the guy. Get him out. And uh, hopefully get something back for him. But, you know, I, I really don't even think it's about what you get back for him at this point. It's, it's about, you know. You just didn't have room for him on, on the roster. Yeah, you're, you're screwing the guy over. Uh, so just you got to do right by him. You got to have some compassion in the front office. It can't all be about money. It'll happen sooner rather than later. I, 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 would, I, I would be inclined to agree with you there, Eric. Um, so that's really what's going on with the Yanks, uh, you know, losing 8-1 last night. The Andujar stuff, so we'll see what comes of that. The Josh Donaldson stuff from a couple weeks ago it seems to have blown over. He had a walk-off sack fly earlier this week. Um, everybody seemed to embrace him. He's, you know, I see him dapping up Booney in the dugout, dapping up Judger in the dugout. So uh, that seems to have blown over. Uh, originally, I was like, get rid of him, you know, get the guy out. He's causing a problem. Really? You wanted him out of there? Uh, not because I was, you know, not because of what he said, really. Um, I think that was a big misunderstanding, and Tim Anderson overreacted. But... Uh, you know, he was causing issues in the clubhouse with big got with big time players, and obviously your manager um, speaking out against what he did say. And I and I really don't think they had all the facts at that point. I think they spoke prematurely. But uh, the fact remains that he was causing an issue with Aaron Judge, who's your best player, and he was causing an issue with your manager, which is. You know, you clearly need that guy behind everybody you have in that clubhouse. So uh, originally, I was like, "What are you? What are you losing if you get rid of Josh Donaldson? If you just cut the guy?" He well, they only got him for money. Yeah, and they needed to sell high with Urshela and Sanchez in order to get something back. And I think uh, who who was the? I guess he was the bigger sell in that deal. But I feel like Falefa's panning out a yeah, little more. Yeah, Falefa's been way Donaldson. more valuable than but Donaldson. But I think he was the secondary. Like, yeah, he you know, definitely it was. was. Like Donaldson will help us in the long run. Yeah, Donaldson was the appeal to fans to kind of get them excited about the deal, I would say. Um, you know, a resurgence of Josh Donaldson and pinstripes was, uh, was the big talking point. Uh, but uh, IKF has been much, much, if not twice, three times as valuable as Donaldson. has been to this baseball team just the way he'd field the ball uh, at short. And... Um, and with the way he puts the ball in play. And he puts the ball in play hard. I mean, the guy can hit. Uh, that's, you know, that's a fact. There's really no dodging that. Um, but, uh, yeah, originally I was like, get rid of Donaldson. You're not losing much. But it seems that we're back to neutral in that regard. So that's good uh, that the guys figured it out. 
and, um, you know, kind of squash the bug on that issue. With the Mets, you know, Crosstown and Queens, um, they got walloped last night to 13-2 uh, to two to the Padres. Um, you know, they're still seven games up on the Braves in the NL East. So they'll run away with that division, but I don't think that's their main concern, right? I mean, you see them go west, go uh, out west and, and play teams like the Dodgers and Padres, and uh, the Padres killed them in, in two of those games, like really wiped the floor with the Mets. So, you know, at the beginning of the season, it was like, who's really the best team in the NL? Is it going to be the Mets or is it going to be the Dodgers? But now I think you have to work the Padres into that conversation. Obviously, they're not going to win that division, uh, the NL West, over the Dodgers, but they're going to be a very, 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 very good wildcard team. And uh, to be honest, with the way they played against the Mets the last two days, they looked like a better team. So I really think the Mets need to be looking at the Padres, need to be looking at the Dodgers um, as kind of blueprints as to as to what they can do to get better. Obviously, with the Dodgers, it's a little bit more like, well, listen, they just kind of went out and bought a really, really good team. So uh, if they're not going to be the best team in the National League, that's an epic failure for the Dodgers. Well, I don't think they have anything to worry about. In the NL, I th- there's a lot of good teams in the NL. There you're going to lose some, but I think at the end of the day, the, the Mets are going to be okay. I feel like they're still hanging on to... The fact that Scherzer and DeGrom should be back soon, but I don't, I don't think they should look too far in that direction because the pitchers they have are fine. Bassett obviously struggled against the Padres, but you have guys like Carrasco pitching well and their, you know, their rotation. you got Tyler McGill back. Um, I, believe he, I don't believe he's back quite yet. I think he's throwing bullpens and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But they're going to be okay pitching-wise, I believe, until they come back. It's, a, it's something you're, they're going to be struggling with, but they'll be just fine. They'll be totally fine in terms of getting into the playoffs um, as a top seed, winning a division. Um, which they're going to run away with. So, you know, they, they will advance right to the NLDS, which... Uh, oh, my God, excuse me. Which, <laughs> which uh, for Mets fans, is, is something that when you say that sentence, they will run away with the NL East and they will automatically advance to the NLDS. No, you got to be careful with that. that. I think they will. People, are, guaranteeing, seven, people are guaranteeing that. I don't, I don't know about that. You're I don't seven say they games should up. worry. You're seven but. games up. I, I would, you know, the AL East is a little bit more of a juggernaut. So the Yankees being seven up on, uh, who are they, are on the Rays right now? It really goes back and forth between the Rays and the Jays. Um, you know, that's a little bit more of a, of a pressing issue because, you know, any of these teams could get hot. Even the Red Sox could get really hot here. Uh, which they have, and they've and they've kind of closed the gap a little bit. But seven games in the AL East is not what seven it's games not the in the same NL, in the NL. No, yeah, not no. At all. So I, I think the Mets are much more comfortable in their seven game lead than the Yankees are with their seven game lead. And um, I really don't think they'll have any trouble winning that division. The trouble will lie, you know, probably maybe not even the NL, in the NLDS, but really you get to the NLCS and you have to play a team like the Padres or the Dodgers. Um, you're gonna you're gonna see uh, some matchup issues with the Mets, especially if they are missing one or both of Degrom or Scherzer. Which by that point, I would imagine both these guys would come back. Scherzer for sure. Degrom, uh, I think you got to be a little bit more careful with. So you know that's what's going on in the diamond. Um, unless you got anything more to add over there, Eric. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I would say that one of these teams is going to plateau at some point. Yeah. And if I were to put my money on it, 
I would say would be like last year was the Mets. So I would I would give it, but that was a whole different team at that point. I would say the Yankees are bound to plateau at some point because most people don't want to hear it, especially as Yankees fans. But they've had a pretty decent schedule up to this point. Yeah, they have, and they probably could have won some more games if they knew how to beat the Orioles for some reason. They've only played the Rays. Year. They've only played the Rays once and the Red Sox. Once. And they're going to plateau at some point. They have They've played a lot of in division games, and they played like the Tigers twice up to this point. Yeah. I believe you the Astros the, are coming up. That's going to be the, a big challenge, I yeah, believe. You played the Orioles a bunch. You're right. You're and right. they have the Minnesota Twins' number, and that's been like that for the past 10 years. So yeah. that's just another series you could probably just strike up as. Yeah. They'll probably win that. But I believe the Yankees at some point, people are going to start to worry, but I think they'll be all right. Yeah, I think you got a glimpse of that last night with the Yanks, right? What what could go wrong um, in terms of, uh, you know, what if they don't get the stellar Cy Young caliber pitching that they're getting from three-fifths of their rotation right now, which you would assume will be the case at some point this season. You can't... Jamison Tyone's not going to have an ERA below two. I don't think Cortez is going to do this forever either. No. People are seeing, like, they're seeing, like, a diamond in the rough. Like, believe me, this guy was cut twice by the Yankees at one point. Yeah. And he became a reliever, and he wasn't that great as a reliever either. Uh, So, at some point, something's got to give. I I hope he does well the rest of the season, because he's been great to watch. Uh, But some team is going to have his number. They're going to figure him out. I would imagine so, especially in a playoff series, right? Um, But we'll see. I mean, we're not even remotely close to there. Let's get to, nope. the, let's get to the All-Star break first before we start talking about the fucking playoffs. And then we had uh, we had NBA Finals. What was it? Game uh, three. Three. Game three? So you got the Celtics. Up Is someone in one. here? Hello? No. Oh, yeah. My, my mic's on. <laughs> it's your time. It's your time. You're, it's your time, Mr. NBA Bas- Mr. Basketball Man. Yeah, the Celtics are yeah, now yeah. up two to one. Don't look at us. Yes. Don't look at us like you have no idea why what's are they going up on. To, why are they up two to one, Phil? Well, why are they I up mean, two to one? <laughs> From the Warriors' side, there's a clear struggle on offense. I mean, Steph Curry's been getting it going all series, but other than that, they have no other options consistently showing up. Last night, Klay Thompson finally decided to show up in the finals after a horrible series up until now, 25 points last night. But then Jordan Poole has a stinker. Then Draymond Green has zero points. But not everyone's—it's not going to happen for everybody. You're missing one big thing. 11 points in the fourth quarter. Can't do that. Yeah, they did that it, in game one, too. Well, that, that's the story of the game. I mean, they outscored the Celtics by a lot in the third quarter, and then in the fourth quarter they shit the bed. It's, it's a, they, they, can, they cannot consistently score on offense. I mean, the Celtics have the best defense in the league, no doubt. However, with four guys on offense, four all-star level guys on offense, you should be able to be, put the ball in the basket in the fourth quarter. It's ridiculous that no one other than Steph Curry could score in the fourth quarter. I, I mean, just think they're losing. They're, they're just losing where they're at in the fourth quarter, and the, the fact that they've done it twice is very concerning to me. Yeah. But if the Warriors continue to play like this, they they still have a substantial chance at winning. But it, when it comes to the, it's only the fourth quarter. I, that's why I really don't understand how they the Celtics well, can they, just turn it up in the fourth with defense when they haven't been doing that the whole game. They're Maybe they're just resting until then. I'm not yeah. sure. They're it's just, not like they're getting complacent at halftime. It's like. You're going. They're they're starting games down a little bit in the first quarter too. I mean, yesterday the Celtics had a 15 point lead in the first quarter after Jalen Brown was outscoring the Warriors. This happens, and with the the scary thing about it too is the Celtics. You'd expect like, oh, after all these games, Jason Tatum is is killing them. It's really not. Yesterday it was a combined effort. Jalen Brown was the best player in the Celtics. I mean, Marcus Smart had 22 himself. There there was a team effort there. They had Al Horford and Derek White show up in game one. Well, what's scary about the Celtics is. Jason Tatum has done nothing until last night. Yeah. And that's really scary. You should be very worried about that. The fact that Al Horford had the most points in game one, pretty much was hitting threes with the worst jumper I've ever seen in my life. Um, that should be something to look at. I have a question for you, though. Yeah. Draymond Green, is he playing the way he's supposed to, or is this just well, run-of-the-mill Draymond? Even, even last night in the postgame, uh, 
in the postgame presser, they asked Draymond how he feels he played, and he straight up said, I played like shit. It's clear. He's played horrible. I mean, the guy has more turnovers and fouls than field goals made. In, yeah, in I'm, the, I'm worried that so he's, it's like he loves he loves getting technicals and sees that as he's starting like to he get, just hit three threes. He, he's starting to get a little more chippy than usual, which like Draymond Green, you always expect him to play a little more foul than than any given guy. He's, he's that kind of guy when it comes to the playoffs. He doesn't want to lose under any Well, I think he's overseeing the Celtics. He's seeing this as like, I've versed way better teams than this, but the, and I've played better defense than, than all three of these players. That's the thing, too, is I don't think the Warriors are, now are the Warriors of yesterday. I mean, they're, they're older. Everyone's older. Draymond Green isn't the player he was a few years ago. Clay Thompson's two le- serious leg injuries from where he was a few years ago. Steph Curry, I mean, he's coming off... A borderline MVP season last year, great he's so season good. this year, but he's, so good. he's he's the last one left. I mean, Jordan Poole, he's the guy that's so surprising. The guy ha- has this uh, most improved campaign season, and all of a sudden he he can barely score double digits in, in the finals. It's ridiculous. That it's coming to this. Yeah, I think Jordan Poole's the guy that needs to step up for sure. I think the problem with Draymond Green is probably got to be his fake teeth. And uh, it's causing a lot of problems that uh, I didn't see any. I don't think anybody saw. How coming. did that pass me? I, didn't I, don't, know. I don't know if you guys saw yesterday in the post game press conference. He got really pissed because they're asking someone asked him about uh, what kind of te- toothpaste he uses. No, not that. Uh, <laughs> wh- whether or not uh, his podcasting is is getting. I was in the just going to bring that up. He's so worried about that. Five minutes after the game's over, he's already live. Yeah, he's, he's I mean, at halftime, and he's pretty much just already recording. Yeah, you know, giving yeah. out yeah. tips. It's it's. Yeah, he needs to probably cut the cut yeah. the mic until the, the season's over. He should he should shut up and dribble. All right, hate that guy. <laughs> Let's get on to the pressing news of the day. Um, this nonsense with golf. Nonsense. Wow, that was uh, worthy of a bomb. Yeah, for golf. I don't wow. know, two You're... bombs for golf. And he sent it. Uh, he sent it about three twenty. Uh, carried about three twenty down the fairway. Uh, well, it's going to roll out. Look at oh the my grass. god! That's going to that's going to hit the ridge, and uh, that's going to roll all the way down. Look at oh the, sh- look at the shape up on that. On, on yeah, the, on oh, the grass. Uh, look at that line. Oh my god! Looks great. Uh, anyways, um, you know, uh, obviously you're having guys jumping ship from the PGA uh, over to this Saudi-backed LIV Golf Invitational League uh, team league, backed by Greg Norman and uh, and the Saudi Arabian government that likes to. Uh, they don't let women drive, and they. And they kill the gays and, and all that good stuff. I hate you, Justin! Exactly. They would hate me if I went there because I'm a Jew. Is this dirty money? Is this dirty money? No. Like, like what could happen to them? Cause it's oh, it's, it's, it's got to be dirty money. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be, right? Yeah, it's got to be. Are you kidding? They're, they're offering... They don't, where, do they, where are they coming up with all this, this money? If that were you, would you do it? They're offering all, offering all these guys seven digits. Would you do it? Yeah, I would do You'd it. You'd go? Yeah, but I'm not, uh, I'm not Dustin Johnson, former number one ranked golfer on the PGA Tour. I'm not a former Masters champion who's only famous because of the platform that the PGA Tour gave me. So, mm. you know... Hot wife. And, and a super hot wife. Does he have a hot wife? It's Paulina Gretzky, man. Look I'm her gonna, up. I'm going to Google images. Yeah, look her up. It's the great one's daughter. What, do you think she'd be beat? That's I don't know. What, Wayne Gretzky was... You don't, think Wayne, Gretzky, you don't think Wayne Gretzky's popping out smoke shows? Come on, dude. Oing, 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 oing. <laughs> yeah, what are we doing here? I mean, come on. Come on. Anyways, uh, I'm going to just quick, I'm gonna quickly hash through the statement that the PGA Tour released today. Um, they've decided to suspend the 17 guys that uh, that made the jump. This was from Jay Monahan. It reads, June 9th, 2022. PGA Tour members, I wish to provide you with an update and share information regarding the current and former PGA Tour players who are participating in the Saudi Golf League's event in London today. Thank you for your trust, patience, and loyalty. We have followed the tournament regulations from start to finish and responding to those players who have decided to turn their backs on the PGA Tour by willfully violating a regulation. 
Simultaneous to you receiving this memo, the players listed below, in parentheses, are being notified that they are suspended or otherwise no longer eligible to participate in PGA Tour tournament play, including the President's Cup. This also applies to all tours sanctioned by the PGA Tour, the Corn Ferry Tour, PGA Tour Champions, PGA Tour Canada, and PGA Tour Latin America. Stop! <laughs> As you know, players listed below did not receive the necessary conflicting event and media rights releases or did not apply for releases at all, and their participation in the Saudi Golf League slash LIV Golf event is in violation of our tournament regulations. The same fate holds true for any other players who participate in future Saudi Golf League events in violation of our regulations. Also, in accordance with PGA Tour tournament regulations, the players who have resigned their memberships will be removed from the FedEx Cup points list when the official statistics following the RBC Canadian Open are posted on Sunday morning. To be clear, these players will not be permitted to play in PGA Tour tournaments as a non-member via sponsor exemption or any other eligibility category. For those who haven't yet resigned, we will ensure they will not negatively impact your tournament eligibility, your position in the priority rankings, uh, or your eligibility to complete in the FedEx Cup playoffs. We will update you as we work through this process. You probably have more questions. What's next? Can these players come back? Can they eventually play PGA Tour champions? Trust that we're prepared to deal with those questions and we'll approach them in the same way we have this entire process, colon, by being transparent and respecting the PGA Tour regulations that you helped establish. These players have made their choice for their own financial-based reasons. Ooh, he's throwing shade. But they can't demand... But they can't demand the same PGA Tour membership benefits, considerations, opportunities, and platform as you. That expectation disrespects you, our fans, and our partners. You have made a different choice, which is to abide by the tournament regulations you agreed to when you accomplished the dream of earning a PGA Tour card, and, more importantly, to compete as part of the preeminent organization in the world, the professional golf. I'm certain our fans' partners, who are surely tired of all this talk of money, 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 and more money, will continue to be entertained and compelled by the world-class competition you display each and every week, where there are true consequences for every shot you take and your rightful place in history whenever you reach that elusive winner's circle. You are the PGA Tour, and this moment is about what we stand for. The PGA Tour membership as a whole is about lifting up those who choose not to only benefit from the tour, but who also play an integral in building it. I know you are with us, and vice versa. Our partners are with us, too. The fact that your former tour colleagues can't say the same should be telling. This week, the RBC Canadian Open is a shining example of what you have created with the PGA Tour. Colon, a star-studded field, a committed sponsor, sold-out hospitality offerings, record crowds, and a global broadcast distribution. These elements are part of the tour's DNA, built by the likes of Jack and Arnie, Furthered by Tiger and countless others whose legacies are inextricably linked with each other and with the PGA Tour. The, this collective just, legacy this, can't you're, be you're bought or sold. You're filling up word Yeah! I hate that so much. Please reach out with any questions and please know that we reach remain committed what? to you. Yeah, our, call our players as well as our You're fans. Giving more money. What questions do you want? Well, then he lists all the players. Here we go: Sergio Garcia, Taylor Gooch, Brand, uh, Brandon, Brandon Grace. <laughs> I'm go to the bathroom. Du- yeah, Dustin what? Johnson, Matt Jones, Martin Kamer, Graham McDowell, Phil Mickelson, Kevin Na, Andy Ogletree, Louis Oosthuizen, Turk Petit, yeah, Petit Cock, Ian Poulter, Charles Schwartzel, Hudson Swafford, Peter Ilhand. And Lee Westwood. What's the what's the second guy's last name? Taylor Gooch. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's what. You, nice. Can we go I back st- to number two? I please? stopped listening after Gooch. So listen. Obviously, the statement was released to PGA Tour players specifically, uh-huh. as, you, as you could hear from my rambling. Um, I probably didn't have to read the whole thing, but I wanted to. I would have joined Live Golf I anyway. Could, I, I could have given you paragraphs two and yeah, four sound, and six. It can't sound like like side effects for a yeah, drug commercial. Yeah. So listen. I mean, uh, it's a big issue. 
Uh, my only gripe with the, with the LIV Golf League really is um, is the fact that it is Saudi backed. Okay. Um, you know, but Jay money. But I'm not done with my argument. There's this thing called the European Tour, which is uh, played out in Europe, and a lot of the guys on the PGA Tour play in the European Tour. And obviously, from the affiliations listed in this memo, the European Tour is not affiliated with the PGA Tour. The PGA Tour allows these guys to go and play for the European Tour because it's good for their business. Okay, They are okay with being affiliated with the European Tour because the European Tour isn't backed by oh people God. that murder children and, and, and rape and pillage women who drive. Justin. What? Could we for a second here? Yeah. Please. Back, back it up. Please, could we stop pretending like there are morals in sports? Like There's I might, none. I might, Zero. I might Deshaun not be, Watson. Yeah, I might not be the biggest golf expert, but I am an expert in not having any morals. This is so <laughs> stupid that we're we're all of a sudden picking and choosing what what we can't. It's money. The athletes want exactly it's money. One hundred and twenty-five million for Justin they Johnson. They don't care about morals. Right, we're gonna have a World Cup this year in Qatar. Sixty-five hundred people died building that stadium. They used slave labor to build it. It's the biggest sporting event. That wasn't in the up world. to me. I'm not who, watching the World Cup. Who because of that? Oh yeah, that's why. Sure. <laughs> he took a standing in soccer all of a sudden. No, soccer sucks dick, dude. Come yeah. On. I mean, golf isn't the most. Oh, I mean, that, that one got to fill. That, that one really got. Can I say something? I'm kind of into golf now. After all this, it's yeah, kind of fun. It's kind of fire, bro. The Masters, something like sitting on your couch on a Sunday afternoon and watching the Masters, drinking like nothing four like beers it. and yeah. just passing There's nothing out like it. All right, especially when Tiger's in. The whole thing, though, is the fact that the PGA Tour stands has this moral high ground that we're better because we're not taking dirty money. Athletes want money. We're talking about morals here. Phil Mickelson spent millions of dollars betting on wiener dog races. He's lost all his money, and all of a sudden now he doesn't have the morals to play. He, no, Phil every, he's a dirt bag. I'm not saying athletes are dirt bags. They, they, look, they have every right to do it. But, then, but then the PGA Tour, Justin, then the PGA Tour is totally inclined and, and expected, in my opinion, to do something sure, like this I, where they suspend the these guys they should go far further than suspending them they should ban them from ever playing in any pga tour event for the rest of their fucking stupid lives phil mickelson's like 50 something years old sick almost 60 years old he cares about making money he doesn't out of the he doesn't but he should he, care about his legacy on the pga tour what? being a former masters champion being are a they former gonna take, pga uh, champion they're not going to take that away you can't no take they're not but, you, but this is going to hurt his legacy no How? it's not no yes, it's not, it no, yes, it's it's not. not. why <laughs> Do you see this dude out here smiling in his weird gray beard? Yeah, he, he looks like care. a villain now. He now he's like care. he's wearing all black. He grew a beard. It's because he's, in, he's, he's like a villain. He loves it. He's feeding fine, off of that. Fine, fine. But then you, but then you listen. You're not going to be in discussions now. 20, yes, you will. No, no, yes, no. you will. No, no. Twenty years from now, when we're talking about the greatest golfers that ever lived, he's still going to come, come up. No, he, he he will come up a lot longer, deeper into the conversation. Than he than he originally would have. He will be in the back of people's minds because now, listen, Phil Mixon, yeah, he's fifty years old, but he could have played five more years on on the tour, playing in ma- playing sure, in majors, playing in different sorts of events. I mean, come on, dude, he's he won- not going to win PGA majors, but he won a PGA he won a PGA championship last year. Yeah, he's taken away from that. All right, he probably he- thought he wasn't. In all honesty, I understand. But so come he's on. like, let me take like, the money. Dude, I don't care. I didn't think I was going to win that. That's fine, but uh, come on. I mean, His, what he did in the past, you can't take away. I'm not even. But it feels like, like feels like not the, even the best example of this. You got Justin Johnson, who as of two years ago was the number one golfer in the world, yeah. and he won the Masters in 2019. So, like, bro, that's a guy who you you just murdered your legacy. Well, not only did is you it murder, co- is it, it confirmed? it and fucked it. Beheaded next. It's still a competitive league, though. It's not like this. he's he's playing against me. It's he's still playing against other great top. No, it's a stupid league in team format. You're on a yeah, team. It's a team, team format. format it's like stupid. Yeah. They're not even playing mat. They're not even playing stroke play. 
Well, do we? Is it confirmed that Tiger said no? They yeah. offered him close to a billion. Yeah, he said oh, no. A billion. I mean, they just—they really just have like too much money. Listen, I, I still don't think they—they they still need another big name. They need a, like a big name like JT, like Morikawa. Um, I, you know, John Rahm is another guy that that you could throw out there as, in terms of Brooks Kepka would be big, but even he wouldn't be big enough in my opinion. The guy hasn't won a hasn't won a tournament now. What about, about Deschambeau? He's already there. No, he's a big name, but dude, look up the rankings. Deschambeau's probably not even top one hundred at this point. Probably not. So you know, uh, he's just he he just makes waves because he's in the news. Because well, do you not this... see that there's a reason why they're only suspending him so far? Because they believe there may be a falling out at some point. And maybe right. they come back because right. they probably would have oh, banned yeah. them right out the gate. If oh, they really but that's what I'm saying. But the but PGA that's Tour would be begging them on their hands and knees to come back. That's when why it comes they're no, they would. Yes, they would. Because they are they are dirtbags too. They want money. It's it's a business. They want money. They don't care about the moral of the sport. Whatever they're feeding the whole moral. We're the better guys here. It's all bullshit. Let's be real. It's all bullshit. They are the better. They, they, they are the better guys. They are the better guys. They have the more prestigious history. Sure, they're not spawning out of nowhere with Saudi money, but it's still a business. They want money. Nobody is going to watch the LIV Golf Invitational in London this weekend. And I mean nobody. Well, no, do you know do who's going to watch that the RBC fight. Canadian Open? A lot of people. So, at the end of the day, are they really losing that much money? They're going to lose something here. Kevin wants to say question. something. What? Are they playing on PGA courses? They're playing. Uh, no, I mean they're playing on professionally caliber courses. Yeah, well, I think you go the full nine yards here, and you, you say s- that, yeah. that courses that are involved in this LIV uh, league should be banned from the PGA as well. I think Make that's a, I think that's a really oh, gonna, it's going to get petty yeah. in the next few days. I think it's that's a really real good petty. idea, Kevin. But my other point is they're on it already. You're you're good. You're going after the players. You're shitting on the players, and rightfully so. They made a stupid fucking decision. I don't oh, think it's oh. a stupid decision, man. I'm making a point. Justin, if you have a green jacket in your in your closet, which apparently they take back from you at some point, but if you have a green jacket oh, in your wack. closet, um, where are you getting that information? I don't know. I heard that from someone. <laughs> I would believe it. I would believe it. They don't take back. The I green think they jacket. do. I think they, they let you have it for a few oh, months. Green jacket. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Can, can we get that back? Actually, uh, if you have we a green jacket, we need more money to play, play, play these golfers. <laughs> if you have a green jacket in your closet, and then uh, the prince of Saudi Arabia calls you up and says, "Hey, buddy, I'm going to give you uh, thirty million dollars. You want to come play with us?" I would. I would. You would have to think about it, dude, because if you have a green jacket in your closet, you already have enough money to for for. You don't three, know that. Yes, you do. not necessarily. Yes, you do. No. The, the, yes, you do. Yes, you do. They're Bro. not paying you that. Type you're of a money, millionaire though. already if you win the Masters. You're a millionaire. Well, but you, you listen, but you're seeing it as I have the jacket already. Let's go for the money. I'm set. Yeah, but think about it. Okay. Justin. If you have ten dollars in your wallet and some guy gives you ten more dollars, you're going to take it. Yes, it's more millions. They want more millions. Yeah, not but not if I signed, uh, you know, a million endorsement deals because I won the Masters that are now dropping me because I'm going over to Saudi Arabia to again, again. Play for a league that's backed by women rapers and children pillagers who hate gay men. Who you know? So so what? You like to take it in the behind? That's all right with me. Well, they're seeing it as if it falls out. I co- they come, come they're, they're crawling back to the PGA. It's not a big deal. That's what I'm saying, though. Don't let them do that. The PGA is going to ban them forever. Why do I need Bryson DeChambeau back? Everybody on tour hates him, anyways. They're going to have a notes. They love that. Though. They love a good that guy. I know, but like everybody hates Bryson. Everybody hates Patrick Reed. He's a nobody now. I mean, you, you can and keep Dustin Johnson. Give him, a, give him a year. <laughs> give him a year. They'll pe- cash the check, make sure it doesn't bounce, and they'll be right back. I'm Dustin sure, Johnson's going to play a season there, then have a no tap apology on Twitter, and they're going to take him right back. And shame on Greg Norman, too, you know? I mean, no shame on him. I always thought he Stupid got, you, you know, I mean, he should have won that. He should have won that green jacket in the 90s whenever he was supposed to, but uh, he didn't because he choked. 
and that's what you get. That's what you're getting in the Saudi LIV Golf Invitational. You're getting a bunch of chokers. I will say it's kind of gross that Dustin Johnson's now going to make more than Tiger's ever made on the golf course. But Tiger doesn't Very care disgusting. about that. That's the whole point. It's so much money. It's not, it's not like it's a, a, a marginal amount. It's a stupid amount of money. It's an unreal amount of money. I'm All these guys are already loaded beyond belief. It doesn't matter. But, but you always there's always room. For no, more. like there's the argument. Always... The argument is the argument that I'm doing this for my family is moot. That moot. That green jacket that's in your closet is going to remain in your closet unless what I stated before was true and they take it away from you after a few months. No. But it's still going to stay there. Your past is still there. No, it's it's really your not. Your future. You might, all right. You might short sell your future. The but... longer the longer you stay on this Saudi Arabian Liv Golf Invitational, which again is backed by rapists and child murderers. Journalist killers. Journalist killers. Do they kill children? Or am I wrong? I, I feel I'm like I was going. I'm going. I'm going with it. That's a lot of agents it, saying, "Yeah, I'm going with you it." You know, that's that's pretty disgusting. Yeah, too, don't you exactly. Think? Yes, that's a lot of agents advising these guys to go and take the money. It's because they see something far ahead. Yeah, that this probably won't work out, but you're going to get this check anyway, and it's going to make the agents look nice. Yeah. 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 and 9/11 too. 9/11. No joke. Yeah, seriously. Never forget. So exactly. I mean, come on. You're going, you're going to play for terrorists. You want to go play for terrorists? That's fine by me. But but then but then don't but then but don't whine about it and come crawling back. Yeah, I wish I could still play in the Ryder Cup, please. Fuck off. You're not playing I'm for a on this. Yeah. I had to butt in for fifty million. I, I don't think they're missing out on too much. Whatever. The Ryder Cup. I'm 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 not I'm not going to persuade you today, Phil. Maybe I'll get you some no, other day. It's okay. I'm persuading other ways. Stupid idiot. You made up for your half hour of Oh, we gotta quietness. go. We gotta go. This is enough. I'm, I'm okay. 35 right minutes. Jesus Christ. I'm not busy. Alright, good show, guys. I'm so busy. Really good stuff. Well, we'll be watching this stuff closely. Um, I'm not gonna watch this, stupid, so much to this stupid tournament this weekend. <laughs> and I will watch the RBC Canadian Open just uh, to spite. I'll watch live just to LIV. I'm yeah, you don't even know what channel it's on. Stupid. I'll illegally stream it to, to prove a point to you. Yeah, Phil's gonna, Phil's gonna, gonna, gonna grab Phil's gonna grab the Invitational off of Reddit. Live life. <laughs> Watch it on Reddit. Yeah, while he's while he's jerking off to to, to cartoon porn. Uh, Scooby Doo porn. Draymond's podcast. God damn it! Hey, where's my little music?